All right, welcome in everyone to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm joined today by Chuck. Hey, hey. And uh, this week we're going to talk a little bit about Barry and some new shows we're watching. But before we get to that, it's Memorial Day weekend coming up. What do you got going on, Chuck? Not a darn thing, pretty much. Just going to, I don't know, catch up on some work, catch up on some TV. Yeah, There we go, all right, TV. Well, it could be podcasting work. Second, second Uh, job work, yeah. TV, maybe clean up the boat. Nice. Uh, Probably not do much. Yeah. So, yeah. Not get a grill or anything like that? Probably not. I'm on this uh, 24-day challenge diet thingy so as you see with my unsalted cashews in front of me Couldn't and water were cashews or if they were like rice cakes <laughs> rice uh, <laughs> un- unflavored rice yeah. patties yeah. uh no but uh yeah so started that three days ago uh down four pounds nice and just use use a kickstart uh, this bikini season so it's coming gotta get a uh, gotta, gotta get, get ready yeah you gotta you gotta look good in it yeah that's right <laughs> Before I go out to L.A. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, no. I was saying that. So with the holiday, you know, I've, I don't think I've ever asked you. We've known each other for like four years now. What is your favorite holiday? So as most people may that know me well will attest, I'm not a big holiday person, which is, is kind of sad, uh, which I recognize sometimes. But. My favorite holiday is not a technical holiday. It, I, the holiday I call is called summer. <laughs> so I was, I was hoping it was Flag Day. Oh yeah, <laughs> nautical Flag Day. <laughs> yeah, our flag means death day. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah nautical flags. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, those are my favorite flags. So, but yeah, so. Growing up in Texas, with all my family being in New Jersey, we would go up to New Jersey for like a month or two out of the summer and stay with my grandmother or aunts and uncles. And a lot of times my brother and I stayed up there longer if my parents had to go home. So that's why like that was a holiday, because Mm -hmm. the rest of the other holidays... We didn't see family or uh, were not it's like no other family was in Texas. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was just you guys. Yeah, so like we never went back to New Jersey for Christmas or I think we did like maybe once or twice when younger. So it was always like a small thing. So that's where kind of like my holiday experience. So I created a I changed one of the seasons of the year into uh, a holiday, <laughs> and that's what season. I celebrate. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you what your favorite food on no, said the, holiday was, but I guess what's your favorite summer holiday food? My favorite holiday food is uh, pizza dip. <laughs> that's true. You do it, make amazing pizza yeah, dip. So yeah. I told you before that <laughs> I told you you would understand my relationship to my food, to my holiday, because <laughs> yeah. uh, I used to make pizza dip and bring it up to work. Uh, for people, so that's it's a family recipe as well. It's, it's not very stuff. hard, but yeah. it's uh, it's amazing. It, yeah, so now I'm really hungry thinking about it <laughs> since I'm on this diet. I know I'm like, oh man, I could do it. I was Go telling pizza dip. I was telling Blanca because Sunday I ran like ten miles last week on Sunday, and yeah. then I was starting the diet thing on Monday. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna eat, and I usually don't eat a lot on my long run days. Like afterwards, I'm just not that hungry. I'll have like a big breakfast afterwards, and then I don't really eat much during the day sure, yeah. and like that night before I went to bed I'm like 
I should have just made a big thing of pizza dip and ate that all day Sunday. <laughs> just, <laughs> just knock it out. Yeah, just yeah. ate the whole thing myself. But <laughs> You'll be sick of it, and then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But you which, wasted that opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'll just, as soon as day 25 comes, I'm going to make a big batch of pizza dip <laughs> yeah. and get, like, three or four two liters of Pepsi. Oh, yeah. Uh and three bags just, of uh, Tostito scoops. I don't know how that's <laughs> profitable for the Frito Lay company. Yeah, three, three for one. Have you seen, I, I, have I you seen for Game the night? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I go for the Santitas, the two dollars, oh, yeah. even though they're now like two ninety nine, or they got a different price point Inflation. on their bag. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, or the uh, H E B. Yeah, that is yeah. chips. They're like two dollars as well. Yeah, I, are... you know I can't afford the scoops. <laughs> the scoops, yeah, or, or Tostitos, you know. Yeah. So that's all they eat in LA. LA, <laughs> yeah, in LA, those those chips are like six ninety nine a bag. Yeah, um, yeah. What's your favorite holiday? That's a tough one. That's probably Flag Day. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's probably Christmas, just because of all the desserts. Like I can remember growing yeah. up Christmas. I'm a I'm a bigger guy. I like me some fudge on Christmas. You can be burly and yeah. uh, stocky yeah. and healthy boned. I don't know. You're not. You're not fat. What did George Costanza say? She likes a bald, stocky man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who's that right. stocky? Hey, when you're our height, when you're like five six <laughs> yeah. to five eight or whatever you are, I'm five. I've shrunk. I used to be like five eleven. Now yeah. I'm five six. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got to say, like, stocky or... Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, burly. Burly. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's a good one. It's like manly, get yeah. a beard, yeah. and burly. Yeah, kind of angry. You're yeah. not going to have a... Yeah, you are kind of angry. A little bit. You're not going to have any hair left if you keep wearing hats. I know, man. I had to wear it into the office today. The power was out. I wasn't going to do my hair in the dark, so I just wore a hat, hoping somebody wouldn't ask me about it. Yeah, I, I'm guessing it, people asked you about it? Yeah, some people. Yeah. All right. Next, um, yeah, that's all right. Oh, remember, we had a colleague that wore a hat every single day to work. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think he listens to the podcast, so yeah. we can talk some shit. I remember one time there. I wore the hat into the office when I was just a contractor, and I think you and... I told you, to don't wear a damn hat to the yeah. office. I think you and, and the boss of the office was like, oh, you going golfing today? And I was just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, because... It was one, a company hat, too. Yeah, it was a ca- yeah, yeah, company, yeah. Yeah. And... And when my, I guess because when I came out of college, my first job is a company that was based in in Italy. So, well, their headquarters were in Europe somewhere else. But it was, sure, yeah. They pretty much wore a suit and tie. Every so, day. Yeah, yeah. And casual Fridays. Yeah, it changed over the years. As office, suit, suit with no tie on Fridays. <laughs> it was like khakis in the dress shirt i mean it was really it was so stupid uh, suit with short sleeves <laughs> dwight it, yeah it was dwight schrute's uh, outfit it was a yeah. uh, it was connecticut uh casual, casual. Yeah. yeah is it the same as pennsylvania dutch because yeah. that's what i'm wearing yeah. or pennsylvania business because yeah, this business. is what i'm wearing yeah. yeah it's all that but yeah. yeah i don't know it's uh i've never been a big hat office person but i mean now i'm I've been to the office one day in about a month and a half, so yeah. nobody knows what I'm wearing at no. home. So yeah. it doesn't. I mean, look at what I wore today: jeans, yeah. Jordans, and a hat. 
Well, you are kind of in the millennial range, I think. I think you're officially a millennial, so... It's trying to bring I, some style. Your shoes, I saw, like, on Astro's Twitter, yeah. all the all the, the women on Astro's Twitter at the Astro's game ha- all have different versions of your shoes on. Nice. Yeah, I think they go buy the sneakers on, like, well, the special sites. Well, I sold them all the, all the Jordans. I yeah. think so, that, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my... my Third, second job is I resell Jordans. But oh, you're a procurer and a reseller. Yeah, yeah. Mostly the... the I'm not going to go there. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move on from this. Uh, yeah. I, I, got a, I got a question for you. Yeah. So we did this last week, and it was fun. So we yeah. kind of like, what's your favorite blah? Mm, so Yeah, because yeah, last week I asked you what your... Like all time favorite concert to go to would be yeah or who yeah if you had as much money in the world who yeah. would go see yeah so that's been a good way to kick off some of the podcast so I think my question for you is what is your favorite animated movie of all time maybe give me your top two or three but your favorite Lady in the Tramp oh Toy Story no I'm just kidding oh um, <laughs> those are all good. Love me, some Her- love me some Hercules. Yeah. Rat Patootie. Uh, <laughs> now I'm going to go. You probably never heard of it. I don't know. It's a it's a sci-fi anime. It's um it's called Akira or Akira, whatever. Akira. Yeah. A-K-I-R-A. I've seen picture. I've yeah. seen like, yeah. It's a crazy movie from, I don't know if it was the 80s or 90s, but yeah. it was like groundbreaking for the graphics and everything like that. It was a really interesting story. And I remember watching it as a kid. And of course it was like. I think it was dubbed, right? Because it was straight out of Japan. But yeah. that was my favorite anime movie. But outside of that, it's probably Hercules. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen... I probably have, I guess, because I've seen most of the Disney ones when oh, my yeah. kids were little. Um, and, okay, and... Zero I, to Hero, man. Hercules. Yeah. What's your... Do you have a favorite anime movie? It, please tell me it's Moana. <laughs> I don't... Oh no, I had I did love Moana. It was a good one. The, yes, yeah. was, yes. Okay, I did like that. Yeah. Um, I think the easy answer and probably the best answer to me is like Toy Story three. Interesting. And Toy Story one obviously is um, kind of like the kickoff of the Pixar yeah movement. Um, which by the way, I saw there's going to be a um, Buzz Lightyear movie called yeah. Lightyear or something? Yeah. Or I saw I think that it's called the other Lightyear. day. Yeah. The trailer for that, I'm like, I was sitting there and I'm like, oh my God. And Blanca's like, what? And I'm like, look, look. She's like, what is that? I'm like, it's Buzz Lightyear. They're <laughs> yeah. making a movie about yeah. called Lightyear. And she's like, okay. I'm like, all right. Well, yeah, and it's Chris Evans. Ah. Yeah. Um, Captain America. Oh, it's, it, it should be Buzz. Tim Allen. It should be. Oh, it but did be. he get canceled? Yeah, he's a, kind of. He's a conservative, so Hollywood's done with his ass. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, so... (laughs) But, yeah, it's it's going to be, yeah, they're doing a Buzz Lightyear movie about, like, his origin story. Yeah. So I think it's going to be pretty awesome. I will watch it. I'm a sucker for animated movie. I mean, of course, a big Simpsons fan, so the the Simpsons movie is one of my favorites as well. But, I mean, there's South Park, the movie. I mean, you go into more adult animated stuff. Rick and Morty. Yeah, I mean, I think um, South Park is so funny. Yeah, I, I think I mean, I would just nostalgic go with with Toy Story nice. three. I don't know. I just and like all the three of the four Toy Stories there are three or four Toy Stories there. Why number three? 
It's just good. Interesting. Is I that mean, the, one the first with one. Keaton? He plays like the. Or no, what am I thinking? Not Keaton. Keanu Reeves. Doesn't he play like an action figure or something like that? Uh, we could. We need to have podcasts about Keanu Reeves too. I got some thoughts. Oh, I, dude, he's yeah. one of my favorites. I I listened to the rewatchables about Point Blank or oh, yeah. Point Break the other day, and yeah. it's just so good. Such a great. He's movie. amazing. Speed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, did you know there was... Sorry, we're going off on a tangent. Did That's you know right. there's a Speed 2 that takes place on a boat? Yeah, but it's not Keanu. Yeah, and... But it's got Willem Dafoe I heard as it's the villain. awful. Oh, it's terrible. Okay. Sandra Bullock, and I don't remember the guy's name, and Willem Dafoe is the Jason villain. Patrick is the guy. Oh, yeah, it is Jason yeah. Patrick, yeah. It's terrible. Okay. It's about a cruise ship that gets out of it's control. It's called Cruise Control, and yeah. so I never watched it, and there, I was listening to... It wasn't the... It was one of... It was another podcast on Spotify, and they were talking about that movie and how like they try to make it like the cruise ship when it's about to crash and stuff, but it's like going slow. Like there's no it's amazing. And people like wait to dive off the like boats. It's about to run through. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's got like the typical scene of a shopkeeper. Apparently like he goes to flip this kind of open and he looks out the door and like the boat is coming. He flips it back to close. Like you see it like in, <laughs> yeah. Other shows where, yeah, whatever. Oh, it's got the classic, I just washed my car, so uh, I'm, like, about to take it out, and then the boat, like, crashes into it, and he's like, oh, man! Like, yeah, it's (laughs) so bad. Sorry. All right, we went off. I just had to get that out of my head. (laughs) Did you know there was a speed, too? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, but, yeah, I don't know. We got much more uh, TV content to talk about, but. um, So funny. Yeah, so... Interesting. So Toy Story 3. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'd say Toy... I mean, probably... i go back and forth between 1 and 3. But I'd say... I mean, 3 is, I think, the best one of the... Of, out of those two, but... Interesting. I would nice. watch all the Toy Stories. I guess nostalgia and... Childlike wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Toys come alive. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know they're not real when you leave the room? I don't know. I just assume they are. And I just don't worry about it's it. It's like Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know if the cat's dead until you, unless you open the box. That's right. If that's you why, open it, did you kill it? That's why in Barry, Kusnow should have never opened the trunk. His girlfriend may may or may not have still been alive. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Schrodinger's Barry. That's right. <laughs> that's the title of this episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's segue into Barry. So we've been watching that. You're all caught up. Now you're up I'm to episode five. Up. Yeah, dude. So funny. The show felt like it started slow out of the gate. I think we yeah. talked about that last week, but yeah. just when like in the uh, not this week's episode, but the episode before where he's got the the bomb and yeah. he's gonna go put it under the house, <laughs> and it's like he's doing like the app for like yeah. detonation support. Detonate, yeah. So funny, man. I don't know how they write that shit. Berkman go boom. <laughs> capital B capital. capital we, G, yeah, we capital talked about G. that. I think a little bit last week, but yeah, yeah it's yeah it's. It's starting to pick up, and I think it picked back up right up in episode five. Um, a lot of it's it felt like a lot of things happened, but it's also yeah. very short. I mean, the interesting thing about Barry, and kind of just goes back to how we've been watching it, or how I've watched it versus you. Yeah, you've yeah. watched it season to season. Yeah, and then with the break into season three, and I watched one and two for the first time all binged up into season three. Yeah. And so... 
I was in Barry. I was into Barry from the ground floor. Like yeah. when it came out, it was iTunes free pilots to watch. Barry was on there, yeah. and I was like, "Fuck it." And that was yeah when I got it. So I've been watching it season to season, and you've been able to catch up since. But yeah, it's I keep forgetting how short the episodes are. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think that's where like when I binged it. Yeah, like I, it feel it felt like I was putting a lot of effort into it, and then now. Watching it week to week, I guess that's where, I mean, we could talk about, we've talked about this a million times on podcasts, yeah, yeah. but watching week to week versus binging and 30 minutes week to week, it's like, I want more, but yeah. it's being told, I guess because you do have that sweet spot of when it's network TV and even let's say Atlanta, which we're going to talk about, or I'm going to talk about a little bit where it's on FX or Hulu on FX, and under the banner that have the same way, it's hour long, yeah. but it's 42 minutes because of commercials. You take out, yeah, take out so ads. Yeah. It's, it's like the whole streaming, and you got a 30-minute show, and you got an hour-long show, and they're usually 30 minutes or an hour. Yeah. And then you have the hour-long shows that end up being 42 minutes. So it's... Like Barry, I almost want it to be like thirty-five yeah. or something, just a little. I need longer. a little bit more content. Yeah. yeah, that's how I felt, especially after this week's this, episode. This episode, that's that's it what made me think of it. Flew by. Yeah, and then, like the end of it happened, and I'm like, wait, that's how it ended. And then, you know, like, <laughs> um, but I don't know. This episode was was good i mean one of the main things we get to see sally who her star was rising last week i think that's what was driving me crazy about her she was just rising unchecked yeah and i think that's where in in shows like this where you don't get it's 30 minute comedy you don't get the backstory but it's like quick rise she produced this joplin show it like premiered everybody loved it critics love it she gave that speech 90 percent on roddy t's yeah which like uh, that's <laughs> the, i was reading a synop like a breakdown of yeah. the episode and it was like fun fact roddy t's is rotten tomatoes and i was like that's gold okay if a synopsis has to tell you that then yeah. you shouldn't be watching a, yeah, for sure yeah anyway yeah oh yeah. Um, yeah like her speech where she gets up there it's like the premiere and they're like, your Rotten Tomatoes is 98%. And she gets yeah. up there and she cries for like half of the like speech. And it went on way too long. And I think it was just like her rising unchecked and like like Barry's just struggling to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I think is what drove me crazy about her. But then you see like the turn, right? Because the algorithm yeah. <laughs> for the Netflix version of whatever their streaming platform is in the show. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah. they were like, Oh, it's, it was like on the homepage. And then like, they look at it like an hour later and it's gone. Yeah. And, and they you were could like, barely, even, you can even like find it on Google, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they had to type out like the long name of the show or something. And then they could find it. But they were like, yeah, we're going to cancel your show. She was like, it felt like Seinfeld, like the pilot just came out. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, I think, I mean, that was a quick rise and fall. Yeah. And it's an interesting kind of character study on on Sally because she, it seems just based on, you know, her history, she was 
in a, an abusive or abu- abusive relationship that she's basing, you know, was basing her play or or when TV her show play yeah. performance right. and and everything on TV show, and you know we had that in season two. Sam, I guess, was her ex confronts her about it, like it's going to ruin my name and blah blah blah. And she continues on with it, and she mentions, I think. Well, she doesn't mention this is um, I'm mixing with Atlanta, (laughs) but this kind of similar theme because something that happens in Atlanta where she doesn't know success. I mean, she's been. Yeah. She wants to tell her story. She was almost like scared to tell her story and then acting helped her story be told. And now she's getting was getting the recognition and feeling empowered and then all of a sudden something else replaces it and now where does she go from here? I mean, yeah. she's just devastated by it. where she was top of the world the night before and on it didn't know how to react to it because she just started freaking out on stage yeah. like 90% like crying as you mentioned. Ventilating, yeah. And then the next tees, day yeah. it's is, is sitting in the coffee shop expecting everybody to be coming up to her. That was hilarious. I can't believe nobody's recognized you yet. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. I mean, which kind of makes sense in today's YouTube, like, For sure. cult, yeah. uh, TikTok culture. Yeah. Is because while I'm watching Atlanta on Hulu, every freaking ad break is for these two DeMello sisters that are on TikTok. I don't know. And it's like... They're super famous, and I guess they're like the new Kardashian girls or whatever. Huh. And it's they're like it's a reality show that they're doing, and it's like oh, I get so upset, and people talk bad about me on TikTok. Like, but I've recognized their face from when I was on TikTok for like ten days <laughs> because they're like they pop up every five seconds, and so D- if it's all in the public, it, it ain't ten days. You're still on TikTok. <laughs> No, well, I haven't. I'm just trying to give you shit. No, I have, an, I have an account. I was on it for like ten days, yeah. And then I think we got some work about it like a year ago, oh, saying yeah. like when they were having issues with China and all this, and like yeah. don't go. Um, so I took it off my phone. I still have an account, but I had taken off my phone, so I, I never have gone on it. It's busting your balls. No, no, but it's but it's yeah, it's it's addicting. That's why people. Yeah, it's quick content, which. I would, that, I'm going to give you a tiny little tangent because you gave me a little tangent. I think that's where media is going is like 30-second fucking. Well, they tried to do a, a streaming network called Quibi where they were having like five to ten minute episodes of Dude. something. And it like went bankrupt. Like, I don't think anybody watched it. There's a, there's a TV show that's on Hulu. I shit you not. And I, I, was, I, I joke with Jackie. Like, we're going to have movies that last like 30 seconds. And it's going to be like. 10 movies at the Oscars that are all 30 seconds long, and they're just going to be like, oh, breathtaking. Anyways, there's a show on Hulu that's each episode is like 10 minutes. And I'm like, that's where we're going. No, the but, attention span is this. But that has already been ha- – we're continuing Quitting. our tangent. Interesting. That has been happening, though. I used to watch shows on Adult Swim, the nighttime cartoon network, right? Yeah, yeah. One show called Children's Hospital. The episodes were eleven minutes long. Um, that's with Rob Hubel and um, 
Rod, Rob Corddry, um, June Diane Raphael, a lot of people, Ken Marino, a lot of comedians. They had, I think, three or four seasons. Each episode's like 11 minutes. Black Jesus, also on Adult Swim, one of my favorite shows of all time. Yep. I don't know. Um, it's episodes like 15 minutes long. And so there's already networks and stuff that are talking or that are doing short shows. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's it's called State of the Union. Yeah. It's got two seasons. The first one had Chris O'Dowd from Bridesmaids, who I think is hilarious. The second season had Brendan Gleeson. Ten episodes, ten minutes each. That's insane. Yeah, just think, we did a once did a two-hour podcast about Ozark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Which, it's so funny, we joke about like how short shows yeah. are getting, and then I just saw an article that uh, one of the episodes of uh, Stranger Things... I don't know what part, but one of the episodes is longer, has a longer runtime than Thor Love and Thunder does. What's Thor Love and Thunder? Oh, it's the new uh, Thor movie for the for oh, the Marvel yeah. Universe. It's like Thor 4 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. There's an episode of Stranger Things that's going to be longer than a feature length film. So I can't say shit about how short shit short yeah. stuff is getting, but I think it's hilarious. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's a good point. But yeah, I mean, but it, if you, I almost feel like... Because all the podcasts I've listened to about these shows, like the kind of podcasts that we're doing, are done by mid-30s to mid-50-year-old people. Yeah. And we're watching very, you know, very deep shows that you you can explore and long shows and oh, 10 episodes of 10 to 12 hours of TV that would historically made into movie. Yeah. Young kids aren't doing that. No. They're no. watching quick YouTube videos, TikToks, yep. different things. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see how it evolves. But Yeah, you're right. But maybe that's why Joplin, Sally's show, didn't do very well. Maybe it was a little too long. Maybe. It might have been too long. That's a good point. <laughs> well, <laughs> she she did seem rushed on it. The yeah. algorithm. The yeah. algorithm said. Uh, if people eat, if, if, it, if the show shows somebody eating ice cream within the first 30 minutes, they're more likely to watch <laughs> the rest of the season. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I have written on here, algorithm and ice cream, which might also be another good episode title. Ooh. No, that's... <laughs> That's the that's the book that uh, Gavin Belson writes in season six. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> what is it? It's like hot kisses and cold ice cream. Yeah. It was the <laughs> well, uh, t- uh, yeah, and then his follow up novel, uh, uh, Ten Ethics, t- Technical <laughs> te- Ethics, <laughs> or Technological Ethics. Or some shit like that. Damn, uh, that show was funny. Yeah. Oh God, what a great show. Yeah. Um, yeah, and when. You know, Sally comes back to her apartment. We, I mean, we see. Yeah, she was at her peak right yeah. that night, and like Barry showed up late because he was busy blowing up the <laughs> Bolivian's house. <laughs> and he gets there, and she like breaks up with him. Yeah, and she's like, "Cool, I'm at my peak. Fuck you, I'm out." Yeah, and then Barry, this episode is, you know, he goes to his old roommates from the acting class. Oh yeah, and to to see if he could stay there, but they have this room all filled up. 
Um, I'm recording a comedy album. Yeah, with with <laughs> with recording equipment and studio stuff. We can and, mark you off a little space on the ground. <laughs> in the middle, in the floor. Yeah. Um, and then you see Barry and Noho Hank in Cristobal's house, or Cristobal's house with him and Noho Hank, um, where we see Cristobal's wife come in looking for them, and they take Cristobal away. Which was hilarious, because Noho Hank was like, we love that you're here. Maybe call ahead next time. Oh, yeah, when Barry shows up. Because they just walked up. in on Barry in their house. Yeah, Barry was in the house. Yeah. and And uh, Barry's, you know, having a good conversation with, with uh, Noho and Cristobal about love. And they're like, well, do something unexpected or nice. You know, show her you care or I forget the exact verbiage. But we see, you know, Barry in the best... Trying to be in the best way possible, he makes like a collage of cutouts. Right? <laughs> like in the middle, it's like Michael Jordan, yeah. <laughs> and there's a word "good." S- sprinkle donuts, and yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, "This is me," or whatever. Yeah. And just, so he goes and brings it to, her, you know, to her to their apartment. And another subplot is a, a kids at the door, which is we'll go into that. Yeah. But he goes in the apartment and. He's got a note in that, and then she walks in, Sally walks in, and the to me, this was the best part of the whole episode. Yeah. Just, you know, he's, she wants to be alone, she's crying, he's trying to console her, and he's, and he's, with who he is, he's trying to be himself and be sincere and helpful to her. And he's saying, would you want me to go over? And I mean, I can intimidate her a little bit. And I I mean, I can, it starts off, I can take a, I can take a picture of her while she's sleeping. Yeah, she's like, yeah, the producer did like the show. And his like first question was, where does she live? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I I can take a picture of her while she's sleeping, like from over top of her and, and then send it to her and just kind of single her out, you know? (laughs) And then what else does he say? Like, uh. He says something around, oh, I can replace her dog with another dog. <laughs> I can I can replace her furniture yeah. so that way she feels like she's getting smaller. Well, yeah, but keep making, keep replacing with smaller furniture so it feels like getting smaller and smaller, <laughs> and just just make her so insane that she'll hang herself. <laughs> and eventually, and he's saying it like so compassionate, yeah, so and like, like, and eventually she'll just you know they just hang themselves, yeah. and at that point their brain has already been eaten from the inside yeah. out. <laughs> And then Sally says, get the fuck out. Like, Yeah, the way I, he's like just going and she's yeah. looking at him. I'm like, holy shit, they're going to connect on this and she's going to eat it up because somebody like fucked her over. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, she's like, get the fuck out. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Barry, I'm wondering if this is his last attempt to be honest and sincere. I think as you've seen through the three, three seasons so far. He's tired of being a hitman. He wants human relationships besides with uh, Fuchs. And he doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. And he's trying in his own way, but he keeps ma- he's making everybody's lives worse. Yeah. That he touches, I think. And I think he's realizing that he's never going to have that 
human contact uh, a relationship that he craves. But I think part I think that's where I kind of ended the episode when he leaves. But I think earlier when he's having a conversation with with because um, you see when he goes back to his old roommate's house, it's the two guys and they're they're not a couple, I don't think, but it's like it's two people and yeah, yeah. they have a good. They're friends. Friends, They're right? Roommates. Yeah, yeah. And then Christopher and Hank, who like finally can be open and honest with who they are, and you know they're both like part of rival international <laughs> gangs. Yeah. And the like. And Kusinow was like friend, like mending fences with his son, and yeah, and like with other everybody. People. Everybody in the show now has some kind of connection and finding. Finding love and partnership and friendship, and I'm one. And even you see Fuchs, who's this episode is continuing to go to family members of people that Barry has killed or been involved with that are killed. Dude, and Fuchs is just stirring it up. But I think is it going to drive us back where they both realize that all they have is each other? Possibly. I don't know. It it seems like it's going to. They've gone this big circle, and they're furthest polar opposites of each other now. Yeah, and that's gonna maybe bring back. I don't I know if that. if Barry wants that. I'm sure Fuchs wants it. Yeah. but that's why he's well, yeah, trying to get back. No, no Hank told Fuchs he was like, "Yeah, Barry, he's cool now. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't care about you, you know." And, <laughs> and he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then he calls him. Yeah, but. Yeah, I can see that. I got a feeling like Sally's going to start dating somebody really soon. Not that she was like like running around yeah, on him, yeah. but like I got a feeling she's going to start dating somebody and Barry's just going to go crazy. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, and I hope it's somebody famous that does a cameo who's like a really big douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of somebody, but you know, just somebody you wouldn't think is an asshole is just an asshole on the episode. So, I don't know. Well, yeah, there's we. It maybe Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, no, yeah. I was saying that because he made an appearance in episode ten of Atlanta. Oh yeah, the, the, the season finale. Nice. And I just think the way the way Atlanta is using cameos, like they had Liam Neeson in one, and now Alex Skarsgård, who like are playing awful people, yeah, or being awful people in the show. Like yeah. it's just interesting. Yeah, they should do somebody. <laughs> Like Tom Hanks. No. You mentioned Keanu Reeves. Did, did you see Definitely uh, uh, Always Be My Maybe? No. Oh, dude, he does a, Keanu Reeves does a cameo in that. Yeah. And he's like the most pretentious like Hollywood guy ever. Yeah. He's got glasses with no lenses. And <laughs> they eat at this restaurant where you eat your meat, but you have to listen to the sound of the cow that you're eating, like living its <laughs> life. And he's like, he's like enjoying it. And all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> like he starts crying. Like it's so Okay, this is going to go funny. to Atlanta. I mean, this this will segue into Atlanta. Because something almost like yeah. similar happens. Um, but yeah, with Barry too and... We have the we have a new cop who's coming in yeah. that is basically relooking at uh, Kusno's dead cop girlfriend's we, case. We got, we got that all squared away. It was the Raven. Yeah, that's the dumbest <laughs> name I've ever heard. <laughs> what's it? Uh, what's his name? Big uh, Big Cat. Big Cat. <laughs> uh, the the police officer in the is it Hollywood police? There they like. They the way they solve each murder, and I think it's season one and season two, is like so incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah. It's just, um, it's just insane. So good. But yeah, he's back. He's, I think he's gonna play a big part. And I mean, I think 
how do you, you know we have another season but how do you how do you think season three is going to end i think we have what three more episodes six seven and eight i think so yeah it's uh, i don't know how each, it's each season has ended with um i think uh this very similarly is it was it a performance um, yeah i think i think it was and so I think from the images I saw before, while the season was being filmed, is that Kusnow is going to get like a one man production of Elephant Man. Like he's, I think his like rise is coming back right because he like made amends with Joe Montaigne, yeah. who had a restraining order out against Kusnow. <laughs> That's still the greatest. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he makes amends with uh, his his son. And, yeah. Um, who else did he, he make amends with? Makes amends with, with uh, one of the producers or somebody on oh, the yeah. TV show he's filming. Uh, Laws of Humanity. Laws of Humanity. <laughs> yeah. And as we see, Mike's talking about the redemption track of Cousineau, who burned all these bridges. And yeah. the son is is seemingly appreciative. The guy on the set of what's it called? Uh, Laws of Humanity. Laws of Humanity yeah. was seemed very moved and very forgiving Joe Montaigne is seems at least like accepting of the um, apologies. I love that. He did the cameo with this. Show. Yeah, that's, that's great. Good. He's great. And then the other, the last person he makes amends to what's her name. Yeah. Laura San Giacomo. She's from uh, just shoot me. Yeah. yeah. The, she's basically tells him to fuck off that he ruined. He was so, upset that she broke up with him he destroyed her career that she could no longer work in new york and la and he was based she was basically like his son's art school teacher or yeah. art teacher at school yeah of joe montaigne yeah. so i think it's an interesting progression because i think that you know it's hard to tell if i don't think he's really genuine about it, Ooh, that, yeah, because that was the question: was Are you just saying it to make yourself feel better, or are you actually sorry? I think he's saying it to feel better in the moment because, mm. as he mentions, like you look at things differently with a gun to your head, mm. and you know, it's literally Barry put a gun to his head yeah. in episode one. But he was such in shell shock after that until his agent started saying. You know, highlighting everything that oh, the shit people have called him before. Yeah, how who called me a fucking because, fucker? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then now, like, people wanted to reach out to him as he's getting becoming after he punched Barry and they had the whole great acting. Now he's like in the want, and now he's all happy again mm-hmm. and like apologizing and trying to make amends to stay. That is a to stay in Hollywood and get his career, have the second chance, or is he truly? I think, I think the Sun stuff. It seems like he's truly trying to at least make a better life and be a better father. And like took all that money that Barry gave him and like bought a house. Yeah, and it sounds like where'd the money come from? And he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, how genuine is everybody's like connection? Yeah, because even like. <laughs> We saw when Noho, Hank, and Chris and Ball were talking about going on a on a a, a trip. He's yeah. like, "Oh, we got to get our audiobooks figured out." And Chris Ball was like, "Oh, we got to finish the latest Percy Jackson book." Did you notice? Like, yeah, Noho, Hank, like, oh, yeah, Noho, Hank Percy was like, Jackson. Oh, like, oh, like, oh, yeah, he's okay. like trying to hide his disgust. Okay. Like, like how much are people actually connecting? And Barry is like trying to connect. Yeah, well, and it's very difficult. Like we go through our lives, 
it's easier to disconnect and not form true, like, emotional Mm in-depth connections. And so it it just, I mean, the show highlights the difficulty of sometimes even, like, who seemingly have the best connection, Noah and Cristobal, little things that are different you know, can blow up or, I mean, it doesn't really blow up, but it's, it, it's little foundations cracking, but it's easier yep. to, to stay disconnected. And Barry's life was much easier when he was disconnected from people and just the hitman part. And now he's trying to connect and is almost being constantly rejected. Yeah. Because he doesn't know how to connect or people don't want to connect or, he doesn't relate well to people. So yeah, it's an interesting study. I mean, that's one of the hardest things to do is form, you know, a deep connection with somebody. Yeah. It's easy to be like a surface superficial connection. Yeah. yeah. At I arm's mean, length. Yeah. 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 And like, that's what people, you know, tell me like, Oh, at work, you're so engaging and you're so, uh, talkative and, all this and then I'm like yeah but at home I'm not (laughs) (laughs) I am on the microphone I am at my real job but at at home I can be aloof or disconnected and then you know I've worked with Chuck for four years and this is the most I've ever heard him talk (laughs) (laughs) well we kind of have to when we're talking about uh, TV yeah (laughs) (laughs) but anyway I'll get off my um no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a good, you know, I think it's an interesting topic that Barry is looking into is relationships and connections and how genuine are they really? And it'll be interesting where they take the show. I don't, I think it's going to end with a performance and it may end with somebody dying and I'm going to go super crazy. I wonder if Kusinow is going to fucking kill himself. Ooh, yeah, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Yeah, does does Barry finally disconnect from everybody yeah. and go back strictly to the old life and connect with Fuchs or make up with him? Because the story's kind of about about redemption and reconnecting with people. Yep. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Any other thoughts that we may have missed? No, I think that was it. Um, you want to take us over to Atlanta? Yeah. So I just want to. I'm not gonna go too much in depth but i watched the season finale uh, episode 10 of atlanta and boy this season as a whole has been so i don't even know how to explain it good bad ugly different beautiful different it's all over the place um again this is season finale it did not have Paperboy, Ern, or Darius, who are the three of the four main characters. Interesting. Like, literally, they've been in three episodes all season. Three out of the ten. Four out of the ten, maybe. Wow. That's it. The main characters of the first two seasons, like, focus 95% of their attention on. Whereas in three, basically three stories throughout the season. Wow. So, and <laughs> episode ten, the finale... It follows, like, Van, who is Ern's baby mama, uh, girlfriend sometimes in the first couple seasons, 
she's like living in France because they're in Europe and she goes to Europe with kind of when they're there at certain points and in a couple of episodes you see her in different places in Europe that they're at but she's in France pretending to be like a French person and involved in this whole I don't even know I, I need like three hours to explain <laughs> everything that happened but it's really the episode was about her dealing with her mental health mm. and journey through finding herself, finding her purpose. And it's kind of what I was thinking of the Sally comparison from Barry is that, you know, at the end when she kind of breaks out of her pretend French, uh, French person, she doesn't think she has anything to live for or doesn't know her purpose. And then someone mentions her daughter who's like at Newton. You haven't seen since like season two and is apparently like with one of their parents and it snaps her out and she kind of goes crazy and kind of explains her journey and she doesn't mean anything to anybody. And, you know, it's kind of explores, but it, I don't, I liked the episode if it was a different show. Hmm. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's been, it was wanted. a season finale yeah. of a show hmm. that doesn't have anything to do, very little to do with the show in general. Hmm. So, I mean, I think season three had some great episodes. And this, as a standalone episode, was okay. It was still kind of odd. It was deep and exploratory. There's, I mean, the, it's this cold. So this is kind of like a succession moment, hmm. but she's working as a wait, a waitress or a, not a waitress, but like a food prepper server wait at this private residence. And she's met these celebrities there. So she's like going through an episode, a friend of hers from Atlanta and two of her friends like recognize her at a cafe in Paris and they end up falling around town when they end up in Alexander Skarsgård apartment. (laughs) And like, apparently she's gotten to know him through this thing and she like plants meth on him and calls the police. (laughs) Like she's, she's just doing this wild stuff and, but it's part of their game and there's a weird part where he comes back, but they're at this house and she brings her friend and, uh, two of her friends and there there's these rich people and celebrities at this dinner table and they're like okay we're eating something in a french word and like we've got to we're putting napkins over our head <laughs> like in succession with the bird yeah the songbird yeah but it's human hands oh my god yeah what and the, so the what? these two ladies that are friends with they're they're at the table because it, since they were friends of Van, they're like, okay, we can make, um, you know, we'll add a couple extra chairs and we have enough food. And they have the napkin on the head and they're like eating. It's like, oh, this is earthy. And then they hear Van screaming, and one of the ladies lifts her head and is like, who got the fucking hand? Like, Holy like, shit. like, and they're like. You know, but it's like Americans, uh, and they're 
they're freaking out, but it's it's and Alexander Sarsgaard comes out like the episode kind of it doesn't end on this, but right before the cuts to like this end conversation, he walks out of the door and he's like, "Where are the little hands?" Like, oh my <laughs> he's, God. He's, he's right. It, it looks so real. Like they show the they go through the prepping. Oh my of, God cooking it's it's i'm gonna get weird were they fried were they yes. like was it like a blooming onion <laughs> yeah basically they they took this hand and they like put in like you know flour and panko and they're like they have this whole plating of the dish and it's disturbing That's and i'm sitting there weird. i'm like the whole last this scene like five minutes i'm like oh my god this is so disturbing like i'm like barely even looking at the thing <laughs> But it reminded me of the succession where they put the because yeah. they put the napkin. It's, it's like it's not shame. for shame. No, is but and there's like many people think it's for shame, but it's to enjoy it all to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so Black. it's just That's I don't Black. know. It's it's um I don't know. It's such a strange season, and I wonder how season four will be because the other four episodes where they were like more social commentary episodes and bringing the light of things in our culture i enjoyed those a lot this one was the worst episode of atlanta that i've seen and it was the finale is the finale of season three. Wow. i That's i appreciate crazy. what donald glover has done sure. and trying to do it just didn't hit i don't think it landed very well for this season yeah. and i'm wondering how it's going to affect people watching season four hmm. i don't think it really matters to them because they've already have it written and i think filmed at the same time as three so i don't know i think he it's he's putting together like an art project uh or it's not an art project but like um it's very artistic and different and it's, it's kind of groundbreaking the way he's done the season because yeah. but it is over a 10 episode season like i don't know where we're at with the main characters hmm. you don't know where we're at i mean the last thing you saw it it's just like Almost three. It's almost like the episodes with them were three standalone episodes. <laughs> I mean, it's just adventure, 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 and that was it. So, I don't know. It'll be. I. I mean, I'm looking forward to season four, but I don't know. It seems like a lot of times we find in some of these shows, and just we were talking about rewatching a Fargo, which I think all, which the first three seasons are really good, and they're so, all different. Yeah. And season four dropped off a little bit. I think the more you make it, generally, the quality drops off, especially yeah. if one and two maybe brown gray. Uh, season one is uh, brown breaking, groundbreaking. I can't <laughs> even speak. And then it just goes down south from there. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I've got to kind of rewatch Atlanta and kind of take a different look at it and listen yeah. to some podcasts and see some critics thoughts too. Yeah. But overall it's still a great show. It's just, it just vibed a lot different this season. Yeah. But interesting. You, you mentioned that you watched uh, moon Knight. Yeah. On Disney plus. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, so it's another Marvel character, right? And it's 
I think now that's like one of the first Egyptian. I, Moon Knight is not Egyptian, but like it's one of the first. It introduces like the first Egyptian superhero, but it was a really great acting performance from um, Oscar Isaac. I liked him in Ex Machina and um, Yeah uh, Drive uh, with uh, Gosling, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he did really good because it's he's the character's like schizophrenic and he has like like different accents and he has to bounce back and forth and. Just funny, like, the way he did it. And then Ethan Hawke. I've never been a big fan of Ethan Hawke, or at least his acting style. Yeah. But he did really good in, in, in Moon Knight. So it's a quick watch. I think it was, like, six episodes. Yeah. And so it was a quick burn. I watched it all in a day. And so it was it was worth a watch. But That's another good thing with some of the Disney Plus stuff they're doing, because I think Obi-Wan is a six-episode, yeah. like, limited series. It's quick. Or, or Star Wars story, they're calling it. Yeah. I much I, I like that. That way... They're quick and punchy. It, it's it's in place of having to do an origin story movie, right? Yeah. Which was a big thing when Marvel first started was you got to do the Hulk and Thor and Captain America and all this shit, right? Where you have like trilogies, right, of movies. And they're like, no, 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 no. Let's just do an origin story TV show. We'll spend the same amount of money, but make it six episodes. Yeah. And get people to come back every week. So I think that's kind of what they're doing with it. But yeah, Moon Knight was, it was good acting, but... Um, yeah, what I powered through the whole thing, but I did watch one episode of Our Flag Means Death. Yeah, how was that? It was pretty funny. It had it had its moments. It was light humor. Like I don't know if you ever watched Miracle Workers on TBS with no. uh, uh, Steve is Buscemi it, and Harry Potter. No, is it is it on after Franklin and Bash? No, that was on. I don't remember. <laughs> is, uh, it's on after Laws of Humanity. Burn Notice. No, that's <laughs> yeah. USA. Yeah, it's USA. Yeah, yeah. Rizzolian Isles. Rizzolian Isles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Miracle Workers, the first season was really funny. It's like where God, like, Daniel Radcliffe takes a day off and God is Steve Buscemi. Oh, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. The second season is like Midwestern, or it's like medieval times, and Steve Buscemi is a shit shoveler. And, no. his, name, and his name is Steve Shit Shoveler. <laughs> that was hilarious about it. The third season, it's not so great. It's like the Oregon Trail. I didn't oh. even finish that season. But wow, like, see, that sounds. Well, there was a show called The Oregon Trail for. Um, on Hulu too, like they did a season. I think it went away. Hmm. But I'm a big fan of Oregon Trail. Oh, the game. stories yeah. and the game. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I think it's why like 1883. It's like the Oregon Trail, right? I mean, they're you trying might to like go season three of Miracle Workers. Uh, I think it's on. It's I think it's on HBO Max. Really? Yeah, because it's a TBS. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All so right, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'm up for anything that. They it, travel on wagons. Yeah, it's out pretty, west. I think the, like the beginning episode, they have a funeral for somebody, and they're like, oh, "I'm so glad we don't have to bury somebody else." And it's like somebody drops dead right then in there, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh man!" Like it's pretty funny, but yeah, it's the kind of vibe I got from uh, our flag means death. It's like based. It's the character is Steed Bonnet, who is like a real who he was a real person who was a pirate. Oh, a real pirate who was a landowner who decided that he wanted to become a pirate. And oh, he wanted, to be, he wanted as, to be a seagoing man. He wanted to be known as the gentleman pirate. Oh, yeah. So the funny like thing Johnny Depp and Pirates of the Caribbean, much nicer. Like, yeah, no, I thought he was pretty nice. <laughs> like, I mean, the, and, and as as Captain Jack Sparrow, yeah. not maybe not real Johnny Depp. Yeah, but yeah, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Steve Bonnet doesn't want to kill people, and like he like. He builds his ship to like cater to like the work, like the modern day working guy. So there's yeah. like a rec room with like a tennis court, 
And then there's like a... It's like a tech company office. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I built this entire library. And somebody's like, that's dumb. What if there's a storm? And they show a cutaway and he's like like holding the entire <laughs> library up and like screaming. It was pretty funny, but... And then they like they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pillage this this boat. It's a big boat. Get ready. And then like they show it, and it's like a little dinghy, and it's like two fishermen, and they're like, <laughs> and this guy like drops a cannonball over the side. And he was like, that was a warning shot. And it's just like, what the <laughs> he just fuck? Drops like, a cannonball. <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous, but it's got uh, Takai Watiti as Blackbeard yeah. in it, and that guy's just hilarious in everything he does. Yeah. So I watched the first episode. It's got some laughs. It just reminds me of Miracle Workers. So. Might be worth your time, but maybe Miracle Workers is the show I was thinking of. That was the Oregon Trail yeah. version. Okay, uh, maybe I just didn't know what it was yeah. called. Uh, Harry Potter. Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. He plays like a uh, like a preacher. Yeah, that's Oregon a Trail. Show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Steve Buscemi is called the kid, and he's like an old ass gunslinger, but they still call him the kid. <laughs> like it's funny, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. Anything else you've been watching? Uh, I mean, I literally just was rewatching Fargo oh, over so the past week in my limited time of watching TV since our last podcast. Yeah. Compared to what I normally watch. And I watched three of the four seasons of Fargo. So nice. I think that's the only thing, literally the only thing I've been watching. And then just realized that Stranger Things and Obi-Wan both come out on Friday. Yeah. And I'm um, a couple episodes behind on Banner of Heaven. And yeah, I gotta get caught up on so, that. And then you gotta get ready for uh, for All Mankind. Yeah, June that's 10th. June. Yeah, well, there's three. the June Westworld also in June. Oh, so gosh, yeah. I've got to re this weekend. I'm probably gonna be rewatching uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Maybe at least season three. Yeah. I don't know. There's so much. I don't want to watch all weekend. Was that guy that died again? Steve? What's his God, name? no. If Steve died, there'd be a revolt. No, not Steve. Yeah. Uh, what? Billy. Billy. <laughs> yeah. It was Billy or William. Remember the tombstone yeah, had two different names? right. Two different tombstones. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy playing train. air guitar up on the uh, <laughs> up on the dry dock. No, it's Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> Best Anthony Kiedis performance in a movie? Yep. You don't know what movie. No, what? He's in Point Break. He's oh, one that's of the true, surfers. Yeah. yeah. Point so. Break. Classic. Yeah, I want to. I'm like, we should do a podcast where we rewatch movies and then talk about them. I'm like, oh wait, we already we oh, already watched the rewatchables. Listen <laughs> I listened to that while I mowed the yard, the Point Break episode nice. yesterday, and it was nice. That's but a good one. That's such a good podcast. Keanu Reeves, world's greatest actor. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's about it for me. Looking forward to Obi Wan and Stranger Things and. And then we got a couple of shows coming up in June. So. Yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about next week. Yeah, next week is going to be, I, mean, I think next week we're going to look to do maybe a top five episode. And then I'm sure we'll be talking about Stranger Things and Obi-Wan, or at least first episode of Obi-Wan. And then it depends how much we get through Stranger Things. I'm a, I'm a blast right through it. I can feel it. I already can tell you are. Yeah. I could see that on Memorial Day, not leaving, not leaving my bed and just watching all the Stranger yeah, Things. But. That's gonna happen. <laughs> so, yeah. So, no. Thanks for uh, listening to the podcast today. You can check us out on pretty much all the we're podcast the, networks: everything. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Pods. Google. I think we're on probably Stitcher. Yep, and. 
pod, uh, pod cast addict, addict yeah, uh, pod addict. Pretty much any platform you listen to us, we're on. Yep, you can check out our Instagram. Maybe a Twitter coming soon, but our Instagram is uh, can we kick a pod? You can email us can we kick it pod one at gmail.com. And you can always check out our website at kickingitmedia.com. Peace.